Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of We Don't Know Them, a podcast where we try our best to answer your questions and give you advice. I'm Tia. And I'm Maddie. Um, and to be honest, this week's been a pretty terrible week. Um, so Tia and I have really been looking forward to getting together and recording this just because like it is lots of fun to record it. And everything and else in my life is garbage. Honestly. <laughs> so. So it's just been like, I mean, we could probably use some advice now, but like giving other people advice, um, it kind of makes me feel better. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're going to want to take it now that I'm just proven that my life is in shambles. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if our advice is ever, like, great, like, but I mean, I mean, at least you know we have experience and we're, like, real people with real problems, so, like, yeah, a lot of our advice comes from experience. And, That's like, true. I'm sure a couple of years from now we'll be like, oh, shit advice, like, <laughs> and come up with better ones, like, you know, it's all about growth, but. It's all about the learning. Exactly. Yeah, honestly, like, uh, this week has just felt like one thing after another after another, um, so I was just kind of ready to say fuck it and, like, not even record an episode this week, but I think it's really important that we continue our commitment, um, and honestly, a lot of you are probably like, we don't really give a shit, like, you release an episode, you don't release an episode, whatever, life goes on, but a commitment that we have made to ourselves. To yeah. record at least one episode a week. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like if we just skipped one this early on, too, I feel like we'd look back and be like, oh, we should have been more consistent and stuff. We're going to look back at this and say, it really didn't fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but anyways, I think that we're all just kind of hitting that wall in the pandemic. Like, this week especially, I just had, like, a string of bad luck. And, like, I think, like, we're all just so over it and so drained. And, like, I just, I don't want to do it anymore. And, like, it just sucks. And, like, I still go to work every single day. And, obviously, I'm so, so, so grateful that I have a job and that things are going well at work. But sometimes I just get so jealous of you that you get to work at home every single day. Yeah, but also, like, I'm just within these, like, this little apartment pretty much all day. Like, I, I get to go see you. And, like, that's the benefit of us both being, like, single, like, a single household is, like, I feel like we can safely visit each other. Um, so she since like, I don't see anyone. Like, I'm pretty much always quarantining. Um, but yeah, even, like, it is hard being here, too. But um, I definitely prefer it to going into the office. Yeah. Right and, like, that's true. I also feel like I think that it's so much better, but I'm also someone that, like, if I don't have a reason to leave my apartment, I, like, will not leave. Yeah. So I feel like it would get old really fast. But, like, if I even have, like a couple days a week that I could just work from home, you know? Yeah, like, go into the office three days and work from home two days or something. Unfortunately, that's just, like, not the type of job that I have. Um, And it's fine. Like, I do love my job. It's just, especially right now, the fatigue is settling in. Yeah, and you kind of get to the point where you're in, like, autopilot, and you're just, like, going through the motions and not really realizing, like, how, like, just tired you are, I feel like. And then all of a sudden, randomly, it'll hit you, and I feel like that's just kind of this week. Yeah, and, like, I thought I was totally fine, and then I had a therapy session on Monday, and, like, I was like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm good, and then the second my therapist got on the call, and she's like, how are you? I just burst into tears. (laughs) I was like, oh, God, I am not fine. I'm not fine. Yeah, it's definitely been a hard, a hard year, but I just think that the more we go into it, and the more shutdowns there are and everything, it's just, like, each week kind of gets harder and I find I do go through weeks where I'm like I god this is awesome like I love not leaving my apartment and not having to see people and then it's like weeks where you're just like 
there's there's nothing. Like I'm just yeah exhausted from doing nothing in some aspects. And then work is kind of getting crazy and it is it's been a lot. Like I've had quite a few mental breakdowns this week. Same. But But like I guess that's why it's good that we're sticking with the podcast because it is like the only fun thing that I'm doing like for myself right now. Like it's a good hobby and I'm glad that we started it like during the pandemic. Um, and apparently you guys think so too, because <laughs> shout out to Jerry. He left a comment on Apple Podcasts, our first comment and review. That's not someone that we know or someone that knows someone <laughs> we know. So Jerry, Jerry said, save my life during quarantine. Best podcast ever. Jerry, thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate you taking the time to leave a review. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it, it, this kind of saved our lives, too. So, you know, we, yeah. we resonate with your review. We do. We really do. And we appreciate it. And if one of you guys wants to leave a review, maybe we'll shout you out on the next episode as well. Um, just remember, we are especially fragile this week, so keep it nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll be shouting out any, uh, like, zero. And uh, <laughs> Samantha says... This episode was garbage. It was literally a steaming pile of garbage. Shout out to you, Samantha. Thanks, we love Samantha. you. <laughs> yeah. So, that's true. And you know what? Be nice, be mean. What We just will only shout out the nice ones. Yeah. Or just the subpar ones, I guess, too. Just not the ones we want. <laughs> just one single... Nice. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, okay. Um. So, we can jump right into the questions. Yeah, you read the first one. Okay. Um, so what is something that a person could do to you that would result in you cutting them off at that very moment? No longer being friends with them going forward. Um, for me, it's very small. Like the amount of things, like it's a small amount of things they could do or like a small (laughs) amount that they, they, you would accept. Like I, it's like, I would just cut them off like right away. Okay. And I never used to be like that. I, like, because I always, like, used to hate confrontation and stuff, and now, like, I've just kind of reached the point where I just realized that I don't want to have people around me that aren't, like, there to support me and, like, care about me, and it's just, like, very obvious when a friendship is one-sided, so... And, like, if I find out, like, someone has said something shitty about me behind my back, like, that's enough for me. Mm-hmm. If I, like, just get sick and tired of someone always blowing me off to hang out with someone else, that says to me that you don't really care about hanging out with me and, like, you're prioritizing other people. And obviously, like, we all have people in our lives that we prioritize, but, like, if it's, like, consistent to the point where, like, we haven't hung out in, like, six months because you just continuously, like, bail on plans and pick other people over me, like why would I put any more energy or effort into that, right? Like, you know what I mean? So for me, it's just (laughs) essentially one and done. But (laughs) what about you? Do you hold less grudges? Um, I mean, I hold a lot of grudges, but I definitely have, like, a higher tolerance to to it. Like, I, I definitely don't cut out people as easily. Like, when I think back to high school, I definitely think that we had friendships that we probably should have ended way earlier. (laughs) That's for sure. But, so I am better in that sense. Like, I I would cut out people a bit easier than that. But, like, if someone doesn't hang out with me for a while, like, I mean, sometimes I'm like, sweet, let's work. But, like, I think if they have to do something, like, more, like, to hurt me or something that I would actually cut them off. Or it's just, like, their behavior kind of, is showing how immature they are, I guess. Like, yeah. I've cut people off from being 
very immature just because like I find like both of us are decently mature for our age I mean we're I guess we're kind of old now but um we spent this is Friday night that we're recording and we literally just got out of a virtual book club so I would say we are way more mature than we should be at our age I think so but we also just bake cookies I don't know if that's like mature old people bake cookies all the time but from scratch we literally got tubes of like cookie dough and just (laughs) cut them and put them on trays why'd you have to expose us like that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I don't even have flour in my house, so I couldn't make cookies if I, I wanted do. to. I do have flour in my apartment. I don't. I have a really big bag of sugar um, that I use to make waffles, and that's it. Okay, well. So, I honestly, we're adults, but completely off the subject matter, um, yeah, I definitely don't have a lot of things that I would cut off people for. Well, okay, like, I'm making it sound like I'm a lot worse than I am. <laughs> like, there's a difference between having an argument with a friend because that's gonna happen like not everyone gets along all the time or like Mm -hmm. maybe having like someone do something that annoys you like I guess what I'm trying to say is if I just feel like someone else doesn't give a shit about the friendship or they're not putting in any effort and like I do recognize that like some people like just get to the point where they don't have like the emotional capacity to like maybe reach out to friends and like that's totally fine because, like, I know that I have friends like that, and I know that they reach out when they're in a better headspace mentally. Yeah. I more so mean, like, I found out someone was talking shit behind my back, and I immediately was like, done. Like, that's not something, like, I don't want a friend like that. Yeah. And I feel like I've worked so hard to just cultivate a group of friends that are just so supportive and incredible and kind people that I don't have time for people that are negative or are going to do shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel pretty much the same. It's just I think maybe I'm not as sure about what my limits would be because I have such a small, close-knit group of friends, and I haven't made many new friends in the last little while. Minus no like new friends. <laughs> no new friends. Um, and I've cut off, like, one friend since, like, high school. Like, other than, like, sometimes distance happens, right, and you don't talk to people, I've actually, like, cut off one friend. Like, But I just only have, like, five or six good friends, so it's, like you know, I just haven't had anything happen that I would even know what my limits would be. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I mean, so I guess, yeah. I mean, I think we're pretty much at the same page, on the same page then. Yeah, like, if someone's disrespecting you or doesn't seem to care about you the way that you deserve to be cared about, yeah, then that's kind of where we draw the line, I feel like. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so next question. I started smoking at some point a few weeks ago. It was my midterm exam period and I needed something to keep me relaxed and focused as I am prone to relapsing into depressive and anxiety episodes. Now that my midterms are over, I still find that I like smoking during events with friends because it makes me feel included and somehow powerful. What events with friends? Like, we're literally in lockdown. (laughs) Hopefully this was written before. I'm calling public health. Um, I... (laughs) I enjoy that feeling along with the euphoria the smoke gives me, but I don't want to become a regular smoker for obvious reasons. It occurs to me that my problem could be self-esteem related and or self-harmful. Have you guys ever smoked to feel cool? Any tips on how to quit? I mean, mean, like, quick answer. Um, No, I've never smoked uh, to feel cool because you're not cool for smoking. So, uh... (laughs) yeah, I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. Like, never in my life. I have smoked one before, but it wasn't, it didn't make me feel cool, and it wasn't very great, so I definitely, I guess we can say from here, I wouldn't recommend it. It was just kind of like, it just was gross. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I agree, like, I don't think it 
make but I do also understand like where they're coming from like if they do have issues with like self-esteem like I understand like especially in social settings like parties or if you're going out to a club or a bar like there's always like groups of people outside smoking and like Mm -hmm. I have friends where they're all outside smoking and I'm like alone in the club you know what I mean I mean not anymore (laughs) because I fucking hate the club anymore (laughs) or I hate the club now um but yeah so I do get it like I get the wanting to feel included part but there's probably other ways that you can and like other ways you can help with your anxiety too like I think smoking to try and help with your anxiety like probably isn't the best solution definitely not I mean there's other things whether that's like you know going to a therapist and helping with that or a lot of people do um like CBD and stuff to help with anxiety which I think is like proven to be better Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have any negative effects that I know of yeah and you can get, like, CBD oil that doesn't have THC in yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And that just helps relax you, so. Yeah. I mean, what are some other ways that they can work on their self-esteem? Um, I, I feel like I've learned to do it with the help of others. Like, I know that that sounds bad. Like, I don't want you to use someone else to help you feel better about yourself, but... There's something about, like, maybe seeing yourself through someone else's eyes that has helped me. I thought you meant, like, what always makes me feel good is, like, going to Walmart and, like, seeing all the people that just fucking shuffle around in their PJs and slippers. I feel real good about I, yeah. myself after a trip to Walmart. No, that's not what I meant. But that, yeah. <laughs> it does. For sure. For sure. Um. <laughs> Especially in, like, Barrie or Peterborough. Peterborough. Oh, if you ever want to feel good about yourself, go to Peterborough. No, go to Lindsay, where I went to school. <laughs> oh, my God. You That's really that. bad. It's all camo. That's really bad. I shouldn't be judging people. They just make it so hard. <laughs> I am anyways, but... But that's my shitty self-esteem coming in. <laughs> but it is much better than it used to be, and I think some of that is, like, you know, like... Your friends and stuff like that say nice things about you, and I think sometimes it helps to be like, wait a second, maybe I am being too harsh on myself, and some of the things they're saying are valid. Yeah. Because, like, we do that, right? And I know I've said this before, but, like, we really are our own worst critic. Like, even Mm -hmm. I remember in therapy when I'm, like, saying something, and my therapist just goes, wow, like, that sounds like you're really, like, demeaning yourself. And I was like, oh, you think? (laughs) Really? (laughs) It's that obvious, huh? So, like, sometimes it really takes someone, like, pointing it out to you for you to realize how hard you're actually being on yourself. But I will also point out, you can go outside and just not smoke. That's true. You can just, like, hang out with them. (laughs) You can, like, stand in the circle and talk and not smoke. Yeah. I don't think anyone would be like, why the fuck are you here? (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) Get out of here, you nerd. (laughs) You either smoke or you leave. (laughs) Beats the shit out of them. Oh god. No, yeah, I feel like you could just go hang out with them. I mean, if they literally would kick you out, then you could be like, probably not the people I want to hang out then with. Then refer to question one, where we say, <laughs> cut off negative people. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, if it feels cool to, like, be hanging out with the people that they're smoking. But, like, I mean, also, like, secondhand smoke, though, so. Might not be the greatest either. Well, it's, like, outside. You can stand for it, like, a bit off to the front. <laughs> Like six feet away from the group, being like, I feel so cool, guys. The pandemic, you should be standing six feet away from people regardless. After pandemic. I hope that never changes. I don't want anyone closer to me than six feet. Honestly, honestly. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just finding out, maybe find other people that, um, that don't need to smoke to feel cool too. If all your friends feel like they need to smoke to feel cool, maybe you can find some other people. Well, maybe they are just smoking because they're like addicted to smoking. Or they all feel exactly the same. They're all just like really insecure. You can talk to each other. (laughs) He says, look guys, like he, she, uh. Is it? Oh, oh, I don't know. They. They. Yeah. Um, like, just, look, guys, like, I just, I gotta come clean. I, I hate smoking. And they're like, finally, someone <laughs> fucking said it, guys. This sucks. I've been faking it this whole time. <laughs> Unlit this cigarette. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that, like, self-esteem is so tricky. Like, this whole thing is just tricky because I get it, right? And I, I'm, like, I get the correlation between like the wanting to be included and then the self-esteem right because like maybe they feel like if they're not doing those things then their friends would like even just mindlessly like exclude them from things yeah okay so why don't we talk about like the tips on quitting smoking okay see a doctor (laughs) stop you get uh like the have you ever tried just not smoking honestly maybe it's like um, this is going to be bad advice. Maybe switching to something else. Like, marijuana. That's called like, a substitute addiction. You don't want to do that. Okay, I think, but, but like, cigarettes. <laughs> I think that there are options. Like, they have the NRT, right? Like, the gum, the patches, stuff like that. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is, like, habitual, right? Like, yeah. And I think because you really only do it, like, socially to feel included. And, like, I guess when you were stressed during your midterms, like, Maybe you haven't really built that habit yet, so I feel like it might actually be easier for you if you try to quit, like, now. Yeah. I mean, I hope this isn't, like, what you just said it was, but um, CBD also comes in, like, little, like, e-cigarette forms. (laughs) Smoke something else. I mean, like, if it still makes you, like, you're out there and you have to smoke it out there, but it's just something to help you calm your anxiety. I don't know. I don't smoke anything. I don't feel like I need to smoke anything, so I can't fully relate on it but I will also say like I know that they say like like when you're trying to quit like every time you feel the urge to smoke like do something like replace that so like every time you have a cigarette like maybe you eat a piece of licorice the person gets diabetes (laughs) (laughs) there's no perfect advice my friend yeah maybe just do something else maybe like find something because I feel like a lot of it is maybe like holding something in your hand so maybe find something to fidget with I got go back from a Rubik's Cube or something. Go back a couple weeks ago and don't start smoking. Yeah, just rewind. Rewind. Put that cigarette away. <laughs> Never pick it up. But in all serious, like, I guess try, like, the nicotine replacements, like, that are available and then try to work on, like, the habit part because that is a huge aspect of the addiction. Yeah. Is the habit. So, yeah. That's my advice. Yeah. Maybe not the best advice from us for this specific thing, but... But self-esteem, like, we can really talk about and relate to because, like, we all have issues with our self-esteem. Like, I know I do. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I, I get it. Yeah. I just, again, think that you're maybe overthinking this a little bit, and I think that no one's gonna look at you weird if, like, you go and, like, you hang out with them and you just don't smoke. So. Yeah. Like, you just have to, like... One quote that I saw somewhere was, um, act confident and no one will question it. So just go out with them and stand there and, like, act like you're cool with it and you're happy and fine to be out there not smoking and yeah, no one will question you. Like, that's what I do. I just stand there. 
And like, I don't talk or do anything. I just stand there. <laughs> I just stand there awkwardly. No, but like I talk. Like I stand and I just like talk to people as they're smoking, and then we go back inside. Like yeah, that's it. And like it's not weird, and no one has ever been like, "What the fuck?" Like it's it's fine. It's really fine. I promise you. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Um, so before we move on to the next question, we just want to give a shout out to our friends over at Two Girls with Issues podcast. If you like blunt and honest opinions shared with humor, check them out anywhere you can find podcasts like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and follow them on Instagram at Two Girls with Issues. Yeah, really cool podcast. Check it out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like a very like similar vibe to us. Um, so like. Don't leave us for them. No, add it to your repertoire. Yeah. Listen to ours and then go and listen to them. Yes. And then come back to ours. We like to support other podcasters, especially because, like, we're new to this. And, like, I know how much it means to us when we get support. So if we can spread a little bit of that, happy to do it. Yeah, it's so, just part of the community. and Yeah. So please go and check them out if you guys have time. And, yeah. Next question. Next question. So my dad was riding his bike in our neighborhood and a dog started chasing him down the sidewalk. My dad attempted to outrun the dog by biking faster. When he turned around to see if the dog was still chasing him, he ended up running into a fence and slamming onto the pavement. Oh, jeez. The dog's owner came outside when they heard my dad yell and got his phone to call me. I brought him to the ER and they said that he had punctured a lung and has two broken ribs and had to have surgery immediately. My mom and I can't even go into the hospital to see him, which makes the situation worse. My mom is pissed off about it because she feels like it's the owner's fault. Bro, how? <laughs> okay. Um, even though the dog did not actually attack my dad, I can't help but to feel as though the owners are at fault for this. My mom and best friend believe we should pursue legal action, but I'm on the fence. Should I press charges or is that a dick move? It's a dick move. It's a dick move. And maybe it's just like as a dog person, like, you know, like my opinion is going to come from someone who has a dog who will bark and, like, kind of charge at people. But, like, she's not aggressive. And, obviously, if the owner came running and when they heard your dad yell, like, they didn't, like, let their dog loose on you. Like, if they had, like, stared at you, took their dog off leash and, like, sent it after his dad, then, like, that'd be one thing. But, like, it seems like the dog just got out and just ran after the guy. And dogs bark because, like, it's not like they can talk to you. Like, that is how they talk. So sometimes they bark, but that doesn't mean they mean anything by it. And, like... Yeah, and I do get it. Like, it's a hard situation, and obviously, like, you guys are upset, and, like, you want your dad to be okay, and, like, especially with COVID, like, you live, you can't even go into the hospital, so that's really hard, mm-hmm. um, but I would just maybe not displace your stress and frustration on the owners of the dog, because at the end of the day, your dad rode into that fence, like, yeah, <laughs> you should get some better uh, biking abilities. <laughs> Should get him a rear view mirror for his bike. I mean, yeah, like, honestly, that's just going to cost you money and stuff, too. Like, is it really worth it when, like, the dog escaped and, like, I, it didn't attack him. It ran away, so. I think the dog did nothing wrong. No. Like, the dog was running down the street, which dogs do all the time. Yeah. The owners were not being negligent. Like, they came out, like you said, as soon as they heard he was hurt. And I think that, like, as hard as it is, like, I would maybe just focus your energy on the fact that, like, your dad is okay. Yeah. You know? Like, he is hurt, yeah, but he's okay. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I guess depending on where you are, especially if you're in the U.S. or something, you're going to have to pay for those medical bills. So, like, I guess that's why sometimes you might jump to, like, suing someone because then you can get that reimbursed. But, like, 
Yeah, do you have to pay for surgery in Canada? Like, emergency surgery? I don't think so. I think, don't your benefits cover that? Or, like, OHIP cover that? I thought. I really don't understand, because Canada says that we have universal health care, but, like... You can't get, like, anything done unless you have benefits. <laughs> exactly. Like, I can go to the doctor for a checkup, but, like, if I, like, have, like, a tooth problem or, like, can't see, it's, not like... Not included. Yeah. How does that make any sense? Are my teeth not a part of my body? No. Are my eyeballs not a part of my body? <laughs> Is my brain not a part of my body? But I think surgery is covered. Like, I thought. Like, if you get pregnant, like, and you have a baby, that's covered. So, like, why wouldn't, like... Yeah, and people choose to have babies. People don't choose to run into fences. Well, he chose it on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> you're blaming the victim. Oh, my God. No, you're no. blaming the victim. I don't think it's anyone's fault. Um, but I definitely don't think that you need to press charges. Because I just feel like that's, like escalating it to a whole new level that isn't necessary yeah and I you know what like you could always have a conversation with the neighbor too and say hey like my dad's okay like he is seriously injured and like guaranteed like they probably feel so terrible about the situation to begin with yeah like I'm sure if you say like yeah he had to have surgery they would probably like be like oh my god I'm so sorry to hear that like I don't think they would be like well serves him right (laughs) (laughs) I mean maybe they would some people are assholes but and like maybe if they're nice you can like suggest like, ask them about, like, where they're keeping them in and, like, maybe talk to them about, about um, like, a more secure fence. Or, or your dad could just take another route when he's biking. I don't think his dad's biking anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but my yeah. God. This is so awful. We're laughing at him. I'm sure he's okay. That's true. He's it, fine. I, this, I think... I'm sorry if we maybe are a little um, meaner in this episode, but I think we've had a bad bad week, okay? And it's just like, you're okay, and the dog is okay, and I think that you thinking that pressing charges is like, the next step is maybe a little bit much. Yeah. But like, I do get it, right? They're frustrated, they're anxious, Mm -hmm. they can't be with with their dad in the hospital, so like, they're just like, that's so much that's out of their control so like okay the only thing really in my control is do I or do I not press charges like that's an understandable reaction I would just say pump the brakes because it definitely is a dick move yeah definitely definitely and like I mean I guess because we were being a little mean we are very happy that your your dad is okay yeah oh my god we didn't say that one time I'm very happy your dad's okay. We are so Bless happy. Bless his heart. Okay. I hope he's good. I hope he's out of the hospital and you guys are able to just like take care of him. Yeah. But um, send us a follow up. Let us know how he's doing. Yeah. And let us know, I guess, if he press charges because like this probably isn't coming to you in the time that like he's already in the middle of like a legal battle. <laughs> are we going to be like, called in oh, to shit. testify? <laughs> no, no. We weren't there. Imagine yeah, but... they were like, and up to the stand next, the podcasters that said you we should testify. We might get testify. some good publicity off of that. I changed my answer. Take them to court. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I feel like it's it's a it's a dick move. Because, like, those owners, I mean, it's, it's one thing if the owners, like, sent the dog after you. But, like, they're probably, like, upset about it and you're upset about it. And I feel like you guys going head to head is not, like. It's not productive. No. Like, I, like, what are you hoping would come out of that anyways? No. You know what I mean? Like, what would you even be asking for to pay their medical bills? Like, if we live in Canada and if we're not wrong, there are no medical bills. Yeah. So, I think, like, an ambulance ride is $40, but you took him to the emergency room. Yeah, really? I so. mean, so, 
Um, maybe they're in the U.S. then. I guess if they're in the U.S., then maybe you're expecting to, like, hoping to get your bills paid by that it. That makes more sense. Like, if they're in the U.S., like, then I would be like, okay, like, but then even, like, you don't have to take them to court. Like, you can start by having a civil discussion about it. And then if they're like, yeah, fuck you, we're not paying. But even then, because it's like, is it really their fault? I really don't think it is. I, I don't think that even if you did decide you want to take them to court or anything, I, I don't, don't think I don't you, think would, think win you that. would win. No. Because what are your. Like, you can't prove that it happened, it, like, on purpose. And so, like, I think you're just, what, blaming a dog for running after you? Like, who are you pressing the charges against? The dog or the owner that accidentally let the dog out? This has displacement written all over it. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. So, just, um, I hope your dad gets out of the hospital soon and you can spend time with him. And then maybe once he's home, uh, your mom's frustration and your frustration will start to ease a little bit yeah and just like yeah take another route as tia said avoid that dog maybe yeah okay so uh i think that's all the time and energy to be honest that we have for this episode uh thank you so much for tuning in and don't forget if you have questions you can email them to we don't know them podcast at gmail.com you can also follow us on twitter instagram um yeah and don't forget to leave us a review and a five four three whatever five star um review on apple Podcasts. don't leave us three stars i just wanted to give the the option to do whatever they want but like please leave us a five star review why would you give them the option because it's free will i don't want to be leave five stars okay leave five and like a nice review if you like us at all even if we made you laugh like once i think we deserve five stars (laughs) agree yeah but yeah thank you for listening thanks guys bye